In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Welcome to Drink Champs, a production of The Black Effect and iHeartRadio. And it's Drink Champs, motherfucking podcast. Make some noise! He's a legendary Queens rapper. Hey, hey, Segre, this is your boy N-O-R-E. He's a Miami hip-hop pioneer. What up, is DJ EFN. Together, they drink it up with some of the biggest players. You know what I mean? In the most professional, unprofessional podcast and your number one source for drunk facts. It's Drink Champs, motherfucking podcast. Where every day is New Year's Eve. Let's it's time for Drink Champs. Drink up, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you how proud I am of you. Right. You got a Nike deal. Right. Jordan deal. Jordan deal. Jordan deal. Wow. Uh-huh. And a Moet deal. Let's go. Hey, Jordan. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got yeah. <laughs> So, hey, 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 describe to people 
who, who, who who's living under a rock. Right. What exactly is you you do? We are legendary. We already said you be from Queens. Right. Um, we doing like the behind the scenes. It's not behind the scenes. Okay. The, um, but like, just describe to people, you know, um, uh, what's going on in your life. Was the man? So I'm a professional BMX athlete. BMX athlete. Right. right. I ride bikes. I'm right. jumping over everything. Um, manual right. in popping wheelies, all right. of those things, bro. Right. And I took that from just a love and a hobby, and turned it into a career. Wow. I've been pro for 15 years, man. Wow. When did you start riding? Um, I started riding when I was about four years old. Wow. But wow. I started taking BMX serious around like 12 years old. Wow. And I turned pro at 18. So how, how does a person turn pro? Like for people that's sitting around riding a bike right now mm-hmm. and um, just having fun. Right. How do they, how, how does a person that's that's doing that say, yo, you know what? I can make money off of it and I could, I could be doing what Nigel's doing. Right. So there's two different ways to go about it. Um, you can ride in like, tr- like traditional contests, competing right. and whatnot. Uh-huh. Or you can just be doing your thing outside, like video. Like social uh, media now plays an Right. Social media plays right. a huge role into it. And um, you'll find different companies or companies will find you uh-huh. to have a chit chat, you know, and if you work if, you, if it's right, if the opportunity makes sense, right. they sign you up. Right. So then how, do, how does one not only get um, a BMX uh, uh, lifestyle, but then you got... Um, hey, let's pop, pop about uh, Ace. Don't, don't embarrass me out here. Yeah, uh, here. Go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just came off the nine hole, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We golfing out here with Duceres, baby. How about that? How about that? You a golfer, too? Nah, I came out here for the vibes. Okay. All right. <laughs> same with us. Same with us. Yeah, yeah. Same with us, man. So, I came for the so, vibes. So how do you... How does it go? How, how does um, a person... Um, even like like you know because like I said you, you say you got Jordan Jordan right uh you know I remember Jordan's like first athlete he ever in, endorsed was Derek Jeter right so then he, like, he's endorsing you like how the hell Crazy. is that I got my Jordans right now like you know what I'm saying I see but, uh, how, how, how is that hold on I got my gold cup Yo, too, shout you know out to Mario too man oh yeah you know I'm keeping it clean I see what's going on I see exactly what's going on I had on Balenciaga I said wait a minute let me get my life together I took it off I took it off I had to get my life together but but real quick that's that's the main way to 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 generate revenue if you're like a, a bike rider, if you're a skater, a surfer, like endorsement deals, right? Right, endorsement deals. Unless you create your own, right. own brand. Right. You create your own brand. Um, you compete in contests. Especially nowadays, man, with like social media, there's so many different ways to go about it. Right. Like it's really like the wild, wild west in a sense. You can make it your own. Right. This, is, this is what I've been doing my entire career. But how, did, how you. did you get the call when Jordan called? What did they say? So so listen, so when I turned pro, right? Mm-hmm. Um I turned pro at 18 and I got signed to Dave Mirror. So for those of you who don't know who Dave Mirror is, Dave Mirror is like the Jordan of BMX. BMX. Okay. You know what I mean? Like he's the godfather. He's the uh-huh. biggest BMX rider of all time, in uh-huh. my opinion. God rest the dead, you know what I mean? Like he's the soul. Right, but the soul and all that. So he signed me when I was 18 and I got signed to Nike a couple mm. months later. Mm. So like when I turned pro, it was like in a very like kind of like precedent in a way, right? It was like, right. like damn, you signed right. to Miracle Bikes and right. you signed to Nike. So I've been on Nike for a very long time. I'm right. most recently, I signed from, um, I switched from Nike to Jordan Brand Woo. within like about like a year ago. Right. So right. it's it's been it's been amazing to go cross category in, uh. in, in, a, in a brand like that. You know what I mean? Doing NBA shit, nigga. Yeah, right. Solo, solo. <laughs> <laughs> now, has, has, do you feel that uh, representation has changed for black and brown in this space? Because before, back in the days, you look back, it wasn't there. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Because you got so many kids from the hood now can be because looking at it like, okay, right. I can do this now too. Right. You feel me? Like and, even Pharrell. Like you know, I'm I'm so glad that I'm affiliated with Pharrell. 
But even um, back then, like he was, he was presenting like the skateboard, the BMX type right. of thing, and um, people were ignoring him back then. No, it wasn't cool, but it that's because cool, I think yeah. there was a lack of, of representation. Know, I to, like I was, I, I was a skater. Mark yeah, Gonzalez was, skater was the only skater that, that was Latino that I was like, yo, he's doing right. it. Right. But there was only like one or two right. maybe. It was a handful, right? Yeah. Right. See, but nowadays with like social media now, everyone has access to mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. There's way more skate parks everywhere. Like uh -huh. people can put their content out and they're not confined to having to wait for the big brand to come find you. Right. I mean, like, now it's like, okay, I'm going to put my content out and I'm going to make it mine and I can print my merch right. whatever I need to do now. Right. It's different. Right. You know uh -huh. what I mean? It's a beautiful thing, man, to see. And then, like, not only that, I was just so proud because it's like, coming from Queens, two of our biggest brands that is so um, weighed on us and so heavy on us uh, is Nike and then it's Moet. Like, you, you know, Queens, like, you know, the drug dealers, like, you know, they always have Moet. And I, I looked and I was just, you know, I always see, I follow you, obviously. Appreciate um, that. And I, and I support you. I don't get to see you a, a lot, but I'm sitting back and I'm like, this, I said, like, this guy really is living the dream of a Bro. Queens kid. If when you have, you have a, a Nike slash Jordan deal, uh, That's dope. and a Moet deal, like and you you're doing what you actually love to do. Right. I'm mad proud. Nah, it's crazy. I'll you be so honest, much. man. I'll be honest. I be rooting for you. I'm like, go ahead. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I be yeah, seeing, yeah. And no, you I still be driving. That. You still be crazy shit with you. You still go to the city and you still like hit the park and still thing. do the tricks. But my thing is. Cause I be sitting there like I be like I be thinking like you gonna get hurt. Like I be like yo, so, so why do you still do that? Is that something you have to do uh, to keep 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 your skills sharp? I mean yeah, like I still love riding my bicycle. At the end of the day, like this, they, this is what got me here. Like yeah. I was out riding yesterday. I was mm -hmm. in front of the um, FTX Arena. Like right. oh wow, look at my shin right now. Oh god, blood. <laughs> I was out there getting busy yesterday. Uh -huh. So wherever I'm at, like my bike is usually with me. Right. Also to your point, right? Like when you said like the whole Nike thing and like the Moet thing. Mm -hmm. I I remember like being a kid in the hood, like growing up in Laurelton, like pulling to the stoop, and like the older heads was out there, right. following my wet, chilling, yeah. fresh, like fresh yeah. Nike fit on, yeah. you know what I mean? So I'm just following tra tradition in a sense, you feel me? Like, that's what's listening to me. You know what's crazy? Moet is so much of a Queens thing, I feel like that was a part of the outfit. <laughs> like, I swear like to God. Like, like, yeah, I, feel like, I swear to God. I feel like, I, and you know, I can say that now because Jay doing business with Moet. Because <laughs> 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 you know, I'm an ace guy. You know what I mean? But, but um, yeah, like, Moet was really, like, it's really, like, even to, to, to now, like, um, yesterday I was drinking Moet, right, Mr. Lee? Yeah. And it really, like, I, I promise you, I, I, I hate to sound like an alcoholic, but, it tastes like regular Kool-Aid. You know how like, 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 you like, you know, you know, you, so used to it? I was so used to it that it's like it was, it was going right back to drinking Kool-Aid. But how is that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, it's uh, wild. Yeah. It's wild, man. Like, it's crazy, right? So, I think it was June of this year, I went out to Paris for Fashion Week. I was just about to bring right. up Paris. Right? <laughs> I seen you out there. Yeah, guys. I was out there doing that, and Moet invited me to the Chateau mm. out in uh, Epernay. Mm. And that was a vibe because they mm. brought me to like the sellers. You have to see the process of mm. how they bottle, mm. how they store, how they age the, mm. like the Moet. Mm. You know what I mean? And then they had this amazing like chateau with like ten bedrooms, mm. marble everywhere, chandeliers, like mm. wow. So they had this entire experience, which is so crazy, man. Right. So just again to think about it, like being a kid riding around my hood. Watching like the older cast and the hustlers like mm -hmm. pop my wed or be in a club, whatever the case is, get to work with a brand like that, and now that's inspiration. I'm in France, man. like yeah, cool. actually bombing with like with that brand and building. It's yeah. an incredible opportunity. You know what I mean? Yeah. And your passion got you there. You didn't have to do something else to get bike to riding. That. Right. You feel me? Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, come on, come on. Come on, sit them down, sit them down, come on. Come on, come on, let's do it, let's do it. Couple boy. I, I hate to I hate to, I hate to immediately ask somebody both, phone somebody phone over here. I hate to immediately ask both of y'all this question. What's up? But it's a hot topic right now. Okay. And people are saying that two of our gods in hip hop. Oh come on now. Are not relevant. I told you. I, I think the word relevance That's is being crazy. used in the wrong way to be. I, 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 I can answer that very easily, but I want to I want to I want to start with you being you walked in. They're saying that. I don't know how, I mean, I, I, I kind of understood what Boosie was trying to okay. say. Oh, you know, you already know why, you already also, know why I went. It's not, the, it's, you can't, the word Jay-Z and relevance is going to always be, right. you know, to me hand in hand. Like, so he's definitely relevant because of what he does for the culture, where he constantly moves. But for me, Nas is definitely, Nas on the charts. Right. He doing right. this nonstop too. He so just won a Grammy both of them, Exactly. So both of them definitely relevant to right. me. Right. right. Now you be come on. Right. I mean, listen, we sitting here drinking Ace of Space, right? That's right. That's right. And, <laughs> and, 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 I feel like Dream Chance is one of the biggest shows right. in the world right, right now. Right. Right. You yes, know yes, what I mean? Yes, so yes. we're here doing that here. Yes, right. And then Nas is Queens, man. So right. like, I mean, come on, he's dropping albums, dropping music. Like, right. how could we how could we sit here and say he's not? See, see, I, I, I'll answer the question like this, right? In different people's worlds, relevance, like and, and, like, listen, right now, I can go to a Jamaican concert, right? And there might be 30,000 people saying that Nori is not relevant, right? right? Because I'm not saying, yeah, 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 blood clot. We are going this year, you know what I'm saying? That's exactly how they're going. You know what I'm saying? Wow, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But what I'm trying to say is, they would say, like, if I was to drop my old music, I was just, they say that's not relevant right now, right? So they're they're right, they're right, right? So, but then in in, 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 in my world, maybe this reggae artist, this old school reggae artist that is still relevant and therefore it's not. What I used to listen to in my my school hooky parties Mm -hmm. is not what I'm listening to now. So. The word relevant is only relevant to people who find relevant relevant. Yeah, it's very specific. Right. Yeah. It's very specific. Very, like, there's, like some people were making that conversation about music specific. Okay, yeah. you could have that specific to uh, generational, like youth versus this. You know what I'm saying? But relevance, come on, it's got it's re- we got to redefine it right now. Yeah. Like right now, some people say Britney Spears not relevant. I say Britney Spears, come on, drink chance. We gonna kill that. Yeah, we got yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? We gonna kill that. You know what I'm saying? We gonna kill that, man. You know what it is for me? I think too, it's about exposure, man. Like right. everyone. I feel like nowadays because you can follow who you want to follow on social media like right. your world's very finite to what you right. find important yeah. right. you know what I mean and what you find important doesn't right. mean that something else is not important so right. I think it's all based down to it's, it's, and, and you know Boosie's my friend but it's like if you was to find uh, the young kid in Queens right now just a, a random young kid in Queens right yeah. and you would say is Boosie relevant I bet you that kid in Queens would not say he is mm-hmm. right yeah. because yeah. that kid in Queens is listening to whoever whoever is hot at that moment right. yeah. uh, and, and maybe and now, Boosie might agree with you, though. He he's going to agree with you. I, I, you know, I would, I would never uh, uh, come at Boosie, but um, 
And, and that's just really what it is, man. You know, it's just like, hey, you know, I think it also is, though. Boosie made that statement, and he was like, where he is. His circuit that he's right, doing right. as well, the clubs that he's right. performing at are yeah. very specific. Yep. So, and it's, it's, it's a certain, his circuit. Music. Yeah, so he's music. like, oh, you're not relevant there. I would never be relevant there. Mm-hmm. Honestly, my style of music, you know, right. hip-hop, whatever it is, wouldn't play necessarily in those venues anyway. Right. Right. So, of course, you would believe I'm not relevant because right. we don't play necessarily right. at the same venue as well. Right. right. Well, to me... They're both relevant to yeah. me. I still look up to them to what they did as far as business, as far as music, as far as artistry. I always look up to them, but I will never deny the fact that um, Boosie is, is his own version of Jay Z. I will never defy the fact that Boosie is his own ver- version of no, 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 no. Boosie, Boosie also talked about this. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We relevant over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He says everything is like very detailed to what you're watching, what you're looking at. Truthfully, relevancy is irrelevant to me, to be honest with you. Because the fact that you could be, I know artists that like, remember when the SoundCloud shit was popping? And there was artists that had millions and millions of followers. They doing festivals. You ask the average like head, like hip hop head, let's say, you ask him, yo, you know this artist? Never heard of him. Yeah. But this artist here is making millions of dollars. They got millions of followers. They doing, they doing festivals. That's it's the like, world we live like, in now. It's like in my world, yeah. Big Daddy Kane will never be irrelevant. In never. my world. The world that I live in, Big Daddy Kane will never be irrelevant. But to my son, my son probably doesn't even know who Big Daddy Kane yeah. is. You know what I'm saying? But, but, but and that's actually my But point. even more importantly, yeah. that's my point. <laughs> to your son, you'll never be irrelevant. Like to our, that's what I'm exactly. saying. Like, it's, exactly. it's, it, all that is irrelevant. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because to some Somebody, you relevant, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yo, yo, man, it's a lot of good watches out here, man. That's a lot of money. I'm just, yeah, I'm, just, I'm just looking around. I judge motherfucker by their watch. I, I, I'm, I'm letting you know, I judge your ass. Damn, man. You've been judging me for a long time, yeah, man. For years. For years. You know what's crazy? I was, I, I was with Pharrell yesterday, and I was like, yo, and he was like, yeah, now you now you want to wear Richard Mills. I was about 10 years ago, I was laughing at Pharrell. Oh, really? I was like, this is bullshit, swash, swash. Oh. <laughs> I had no idea what I was yo, making fun of. He was always ahead of the curve. Yeah, though, he was man. always yeah. ahead in the future. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, yo, back guys, what's going on? Let's go. Come on. What you calling us a bootleg? You calling it a bootleg? Come on, come on. Make the cool. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy, and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises, or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. 
Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. You already know, man, it's going down. We got motherfucking the homie J.R. Smith Woo. in the building. Make some noise. Yeah. Yeah. How many championships you got? Two? Two. Two? God damn it. Champion award winner. Um, But I got to ask about this famous play. It's this famous play. Everyone thought you were high. Mm-hmm. You know what play I'm talking about? Yeah, I know exactly what play <laughs> Why you high? I got to ask. No, I wasn't. You high? Why they think that, though? No, nah, he was locked in. He was locked in. Spur of the moment. Right. The ambitions right. was there. The passion was there. You wanted it. but it... So you're saying that means you look high? No, no, everyone <laughs> blames it on Hennessy, and they blame it on weed. It had nothing to do with Hennessy or weed. N- nothing to do with Hennessy or weed. Okay, so explain this play. Tell us. So what happened was, normally in a situation for us, mm-hmm. if, if the game is close, you get an offensive rebound, We get a, that means we get a second chance. We're going to call timeout, get the Always. organize something, get the ball back in Brian's. hands. So in this case, we got the ball. I brought it back. I'm waiting for somebody to, you know, call a timeout or something. Right. So nobody did nothing. So I'm like, all right, bet. We in a good situation. I'm going to bring the ball back out. Right. Turns out we wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> we wasn't in a good situation. So, but it is what it is. I mean, I take that I, I take that far. If, we, if that's what, it was, what caused us to lose the series, all right. I mean, they only had KD, Stephen, Clay, right. and Draymond. Right. And so, right. All right. Do you miss playing ball? Yeah, of course. That's my that's my first that's love. Oh, yeah, that's my passion for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. The coming from from coming from Newark, coming from Jersey, that upbringing and getting to the big league and then moving on to college after your career. Yeah, how, how important was that to you? Uh, I mean, you know, honestly, I I thought about it a lot. Like my earlier years coming into the league, like I was like, oh, I'm gonna go, always gonna go back and get my get my degree and whatever, whatever. Yeah, that was fine. You know what I mean? After year six, seven. You just went straight from high school. Right? Yeah, straight from mm-hmm. high school. Wow. So like after for me, after like year six, seven, eight, nine, ten, I'm like, oh, that shit did. Like this, I ain't going back done. to school. I'm done. Like, done. you know what I mean? My mom, even my mom was like, boy, you ain't don't even worry about it. I ain't tripping on that uh-huh. degree. 
So then after, like, you know, after my career and after shit started getting slow as a hooper, I was trying to figure it out. My man Ray Allen hooked me up with some uh, real knowledge of, of self uh, and being more self-aware. And uh, after that, it was just over. I just... You did it for yourself. I mean, yeah, for sure. And it worked. That was so dope, man. I mean, that, was, that was so dope because... <laughs> So many like of, of our youngsters, they think that that is the end all be all. Like you get you you become a rapper, or you become you get in the NBA, yeah. And then our, so then our our goals are so limited. Like like what you did was so honorable. Like I I always wish I had your number to just call you and say how proud we Appreciate were them, as man. a community because you made it to where you made it. You had your your, your rings already, and then you went to college. That was yeah. like Appreciate that was like that. just like so honorable. Like like. Let's just make some noise for that. Yeah. Appreciate that. Was that, was that unexpected? You know nah, it's never too late. And like the biggest thing for me, like growing up, I never like I was a, I was always an athlete. Like it was all to me making it out was always basketball, football, baseball, right. or something like that. So that was my that was my outlet. So you know when I catered to that, so I, I catered to that so much. I didn't learn how to do you know everything else. Like I, people people like. Get on me about it, but I've never changed a tire on a car. I've had money since I was seventeen, mm. so by the time I got my first you car, you got clean hands. I got, yeah, uh, like I ain't, I, I don't that's know. How real to, shit. That's like real. I really, like I, I, I call my mother when it's time to like uh, washing my clothes. I gotta call my mom's. Like I ain't, I <laughs> yeah. cost, I have, so I paid somebody since I was seventeen, eighteen to uh, wash my shit. Right, I don't know, right, yeah, dude. So like little shit like that, like trade, like. Trades when we, they took trades out of the community and like we really I feel like for especially the black and brown community is where we really lack that because we can't we stop working with our hands we stop being carpenters we start stop being construction workers right. stop being so many things that just is a necessity through life opposed to just clicking and making it seem like everything is easy and it to just make that bread. And it builds confidence to know these things. I mean, you don't yeah. use them all the time. No, nah, it's a confidence builder for a person. For know? sure, for yeah. sure. What's your favorite team you ever played for? Good question. Favorite want? team? You there's, there's no, there's no pressure. There's nah, no play right no, now. No pressure. Good. Good. I, I, nah, NCAA's man. Okay, all right, we need all right. to break that barrier, actually, oh, though. Right, yeah, yes, yeah. sir. But um, NCAA's. Yeah. Uh, favorite team though. My favorite team was my Cleveland team, the Chip team. Like we was, we was thick as thieves. But just and the, Kyrie was on that team as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, you, Kyrie, Kyrie LeBron. Me, Kai, uh, Kevin Kev, Love. Uh, Channing, RJ, Shump. I mean, we had a crew. It was... I mean, Tristan, we missed that team, man. Just the, the bond we had as a team was crazy. Like, I've never... I, I've been on good teams, but I've been on some teams that we, quote-unquote, was tight-knit. But, like, every time we moved around, it was always 13, 14, 15 people. And, you know, for... For us, that was saying something because you always catch teams. People click up. You see two people like here. You see three there. Yeah, yeah, you see yeah. one there. You see two there. But for us, when you see one of us nine times out of ten, fourteen other people was about to hit that corner. You right. know what I'm saying? So that was that was that was powerful for me. But my obviously playing in Jersey was like. Or playing and sitting in, in New York at the Garden was crazy. Being from Jersey, my pops was a Knicks fan. I grew up a Bulls fan, but Woo. when I had an opportunity to come go to New York, I was like, oh, yeah, I, I got to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. That's hard. Oh, man. That's hard. That's hard. That's hard. I'll put it in real. 
Oh, you already gave me your jersey spiel, right? No, I told him I'm from steak when we were eating dinner lunch. <laughs> I had to, but because... Well, tell them, tell them all in, yeah, goddammit. No, as a jersey, we always get the love as far as hip-hop and life and New York and West Coast. And the vibe is always alive and jersey always feel like we got to fight for it. Right. You know, we don't get the props as far as so many people have said. But as far as anybody that I see, you know, I got to introduce myself and just make it right. But but as far as um an athlete coming out of high school and, and touching back to hip-hop, what was your music? What was your your influence? Your soundtrack your, of, of, of how did you get going uh, to what, who man. you are and what you are? Man, I never forget it. My my coming out party was my sophomore year. We I was playing football at the time, and they put. Uh, what year is this? Just so we. This is two thousand two. Two, no two thousand one. That flesh of my flesh. Oh, Woo. the X. Oh, no, X. DMX, DMX. The anthem and all that coming yeah. through. Bro, when you came through the tunnel in the high school, like, oh, no. that was crazy. We thought we was like, we thought we was the Bulls when you heard that. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what, to us, you know what I mean? It was like, it was. you thought we was going to have a whole fight, and it was obviously just a basketball game or just a football game. But, like, coming up, it was, for me, it was always X. That was, like, the first CD I ever bought. Oh, Real talk. DMX was the first. So the whole job. team was on the same same vibe. Yeah, we was. A, so we had a in Jersey South or well, Central Jersey, I call it. We got different like people from different sides of the tracks or whatever. So we had this crew called the Ridge Ave Crew. They was they thought they was like the Rock, and we had okay. another crew that was like D Block, and right. yeah, you know <laughs> I mean we had some young Rock cats, yeah, Rock yeah. Yeah, yeah. named after young. You know what I mean, yeah. this is young kids wilding out, but that's how it was, and like we was really, I mean, we really loved the music more than anything. Nas, obviously, Nori, man, y'all was like. Right. Guys, to us. So when I see y'all, I mean, I, I pay homage to y'all because ah, y'all made me coming up. That's what, that's what I mean. That was the motivation. But what was the worst team you ever played for? Oh man, New Orleans, my first year. The Warriors? N New Orleans. Oh, New Orleans. The Hornets. Pelicans. We won 18 games my freaking year. Was that the Hornets at the time? Yeah. The next the year we drafted CP. Next, the first year my, was 2004. We played out. We, we won 18 games. We get the lottery pick. Hurricane Katrina happened. We moved to Oklahoma. Wow. C we draft CP. CP come, ball out, rookie of the year. Next year after that, my third year coming in, I get traded to Denver. Mm -hmm. I said, oh, I got traded to Chicago for a cup of coffee. Then they sent me to Denver. I went to Denver. Me and Melo started rocking out that first year. That's when uh, I got we got into that fight in New York. Yeah. Uh, we traded for AI. And I sent a court. Yep. When, when Melo, mm -hmm. and it was, it was everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, that's there. How do you feel playing with AI or? Oh man, I loved it. I mean, you play with a lot of people. There's a lot yeah. of experience that you have under your belt outside of your own talent. But how LeBron is that? got to be your favorite though. How's that chemistry? Huh? LeBron got to be your favorite. To play with? Yeah. Jay Kidd. Woo! Jason Kidd? Yeah. Because like, bro, it, it, it's different, man. And, and I don't mean there's no disrespect to LeBron, obviously, but like, J.K. was a point guard. You know what right. I'm saying? He like, J.K., he dissing. Yeah, he he <laughs> J.K. literally trying to get 20 assists. He ain't trying to score nothing. Right, 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 right. For me, he he changed my mentality immediately because he told me, like, listen, if you are in better shape than everybody else on this team, I'm going to get you at least six to eight points a game. Mm. And I was just like, he was like, now listen, you may, it may not seem like a lot, but you get six to eight points just from me a game. Right. Right. That's not on top of 
two or three, three. Your own hustle. Your own hustle. We're going to run some plays for you. You're going to get to the free throw line. And I was just like, damn, he like really broke the game down for me. And like, that's when I was just like, okay, oh, and this is how I... This is how I go about running a, a second unit or whatever else. You know what I'm saying? He really taught me the game. So for me, he was probably one of my favorites. That's dope. And if you could do anything over, what would you do over? Or nothing. If I could do anything over. Honestly, if I could do anything over, that fight in New York. Mm. What matter? Yeah, me and Melo got into that fight in New York uh, with Nate and um, I don't even know dude's name no more. Um, hey, shit got ripped. Nah, for real, that's crazy. Right. But I feel like because at that time, me and me and Melo was one of the highest two scoring duos in the in the, in the, uh, well, in the well, league. What well, league y'all? What team y'all was playing? Denver. Oh, Denver. Yeah, yeah we was in the Western. So Melo was averaging like thirty five or something like that. He was going to higher scoring. He what was and the he didn't make the playoffs. What was the beef over? Oh, Isaiah Thomas. He just got mad because we was running the score up, and he ain't like George Carl. So uh. they had a whole intertwined beef, and we as players got caught up into some mm-hmm. bullshit that we had nothing to do with. Uh. So, but that's just the way this shit go. Because me and, like I said, me and Melo's was one of the highest scoring duos in the in the uh, in the league at the time. So for me, that's perfect timing for me. Contract year is about to come up. We talking longevity. All right, we paying duos up. Right. Like that, that plays a major part. We trade for AI. I go to the bench. Like right. shit, play out different. Right. But it, I mean, I don't look back at it. No as regret. No regret. A regret. It's just like if I could take something away, then I, I would take that away because for one, that shit cost me a shit ton of money. Where? On on uh, immediately, but just my whole image went down after that. Mm-hmm. Like people just started looking at me like, "Oh, he's a real thug," or yeah, yeah. like yeah, that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I remember that time. You know what I mean? Sticking up for your teammate. You know what I'm saying? When it's yeah. nowadays, it's cool for stick up for your teammate, right. but then it's like, "Oh, okay, you doing too much." Or this right. and the third is like, "All right, but." Uh, that's uh, yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, one of the things that I remember the most about you uh, after career-wise, I mean, not to take nothing away from what you've done, is when you made a comment about spending 30 grand in a strip club yeah. instead, of, instead of helping somebody with a, with a scholarship or doing something to the community. Mm-hmm. I, like, I like to touch base on community outside of athletes and, and, you know, and, yeah. and, your, and your goals. So how was that important for you to get to that point where you, where you said, you know what, I can do better and I'm available so I can do better? Right. I mean, that's... For me, because I've been on a different program, right? I, I've since walking out of high school, like I was just gifted a, 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 a fame, money, whatever. You know right. what I'm saying? But so the community I, support you anyway, right? The community supported me anyway. But for me, it wasn't even it wasn't about the community. It was more. It, I was so focused on me and what I had going on. It wasn't even. I wasn't. Because you, you were so was young and it was all happening so fast. Yeah, that like and it wasn't like yeah, and that it wasn't like we had people. I didn't have people to like to look up to to be like, oh, okay, bet this is how you go about right. doing the being X, a Y, and Z, being a professional, doing it. You know what I mean? A certain type of way. We was in a funky era between throwback jerseys being rebellious towards the league right. and shit like that. So it was like. My idols was bad boys in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Right. My idols Detroit was AI. She no. Like- hey, yo, has hold up a second. I got something to say. Addiction is a treatable disease, but finding the right treatment can be overwhelming and confusing. 
Shatterproof, a national nonprofit, is here to help without judgment. At Shatterproof, their goal is to help you find addiction care that meets your needs and leads to better health and long-term recovery. When you visit Shatterproof.org, there's an entire section that helps you learn everything you need to know about alcohol and substance use disorder. There's also a Find Help section to help you find the support you may need. Get help today by visiting Shatterproof.org. Again, get help today by visiting Shatterproof.org. AI, she, Zebo, like those type dudes, like because to me, like I'm not going to sugarcoat what I got to say just to make a buck. So if you, to me, those was always the realest ones. So I always attracted to people who kept it real. Like we ain't going to bullshit you. Ain't going. You know what I mean? I'm not going to sit here and say X, Y, and Z just for no, a absolutely you know a, a product of your environment. Yeah, a hundred percent. Do you say? Do you say missing college? Was a was a bad thing, or like, like didn't help you mature, growing into that um, um, part of the culture with with being rebellious. I would say yes and no, but it's all in the, it's all dependent on the right situation. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody don't have the same experiences when they go to college. Some people just even get even more babied and catered to, even even right, more. Right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. So it, honestly, if you depending on the situation, I think it uh, it it every. It'll mold you any kind of way, but for me, I'm I'm glad I did what I did because I got to learn it ASAP. Like I got to I got to do what I wanted to do anyway, faster. You know what I'm saying? Like my boys went to school. They went to school. They went to school for three, four years. Played in the league two, three years, three, four years, and then out the league. Like bro, I've been in the league this whole time yeah. and played another five, six. Yeah, exactly. Like mm. you know what I'm saying? Like I ain't. I ain't had to go through no bullshit. There's no, some coach talking about, oh, because you ain't make the the uh, run around the track in a certain amount of time, are we not going to play this or that or playing some weird games and shit? Like, I ain't got time for that. Like, co- college coaches, for one, they got too much power. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I feel like for me... You for, college coaches? Yeah. yeah, for sure, bro, because they control everything. Mm-hmm. Like, now that you, like these dudes starting to get bread, now it's going to be a little different. Because they right. throwing, like, you got they some weight to, to throw one. Players now. Right, that's players what I'm saying. Players are starting to get bread. Yeah, like, NIL. Yeah, you got to think, like, if I'm a quarterback at Alabama right. and I'm getting three mil off of some NIL shit, like, I got to bring some more say around this shit, Nick Saban. Like, don't give me no, no disrespect. You are who you are, but you're not just about to be talking to me and treat me any kind of way now. Right. right. You know what I'm like saying? Like, he's the gatekeeper to get right. to that. Right. right, like, right. yeah, like, they, they they really look like they the gatekeeper. Yeah. They yeah. treat they treat players like that. They I've seen that happen. They can stop career before Yeah, for 100%. I've seen I've been in Louisville and I seen Patino talk to some of these people right. crazy. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? I like and it, and he's a great coach, don't get me wrong, yeah. but I've I've seen these people talk to people crazy. But he got bro. in trouble and he, and he and he navigated his way out of that. Right back. Yeah, I mean But anyway, outside of that, so so being that you're now um would you go back to like the big three? Would you still stay active in the sports sense or how do you feel about your own, you know, being? For me personally, I I wouldn't play in the big three. For no, me, you could. Shaq said personally. the same thing. Why? Just be just because it's not the same as what I'm accustomed to. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not like I'm a five on five dude. Like I'm I'm full court. Like I'm a I, I hoop like three on three. You know that's like a workout for me. Like we do that to like stay in shape and stuff like that. So for me, it's just not as appealing as what I'm accustomed to. I like my other than my last 
year, what, five years? Five years? Four years. I've been in, I played in the finals. Well, out of six out of five years of my last year of my career, it was in the finals. You know what I'm saying? I, some hard shit to say. Nah, for real, but you and know it's, it's funny. And nah, it's, it's facts. <laughs> but it's funny because, I, and I seen Draymond say this uh, the other day on his, one of his shows, like, it's hard to, like, people's getting after him because it was, like, hard for him to get up for certain games. Like, well, bro, you four and 60-something and you just came from five straight finals, it's hard for to real? get up for a game. You know what I'm saying? Boy. Let alone you already getting paid X, Y, and Z. Like, that shit, it's hard to keep that thirst and whatever. But yeah, man, like that. I love the game and I love to play. But for me, I get more joy out of it just going to the. I mean, going to the wreck and going. Running, yeah. That's your, your own preference. Yeah, pick up. Like I, I, cause then at that point, I could be me. Like I ain't. I'm not going into the situation with like, listen, man. You shoot corner threes. You right, play right. defense. Like I mean, we. That's he get thirty. Give him the ball. Like. Right. Listen, bro, I ain't, I ain't here for that no more. <laughs> I'm 37 years old, bro. I would hoop. I would go hoop. So this is this the rumor that everybody in the NBA burns. Bud? Bud. Is it true or is it not true? I mean, I'm sure not everybody. Yeah, not. I mean, it's like anything else. Everybody don't do it because I, like... Some people, it's just not good for some people. You know what I'm saying? Like... Some people, like, alcohol just not good for them. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Some people just can't do either one. You know what I mean? So, but a lot of, I mean, a lot of us do for sure. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of, for one, a lot of us come from the from that community. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People don't realize, like, when you sit there and say, oh, a lot of the NBA players smoke. Yeah, a lot of us black, too. Like, yeah. a lot of us, like, we come from, you know what I mean? That's our, that's our culture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that don't make us wrong or indifferent, but that's just what we, that's what we do. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Affect the game, so right in the bubble, which every which is crazy to me because they saying all oh, the numbers were so amazing. This that, and the third, all right, cool. But y'all was letting everybody smoke. <laughs> that's true. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all made it so crazy for us when we was like when I go, during my career, like it was the worst thing ever. Oh, if, if you would have been caught with bubble. yeah, right, I got right, spending right. five games for that shit. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like as far as the moral perception or just being professional. Like smoking weed and just being like, oh, you five. No, I, no I got, I got, uh, I, got I failed some drug tests. Yeah. So I was in a program for a while and I kept, like, I was failing drug tests. Like, I wasn't, like, bro, people don't realize, like, when you got talent, first of all, like, for me, it's hard for me because I understand the God gift, given ability that I got. From where you're from. From where I'm, not only from where I'm from, Period. but just in my being. Like, my, I'm, right. like I'm a sprint, but I'm very gifted. Like, I can, right. I hate to say it, but I can go out here and play damn near scratch golf, go play ball and go bowl and damn near roll 300. And <laughs> do, like, I'm very gifted at this. At this <laughs> shit. I can't do none of that shit. Yeah, so like when people like try to underplay, like make it seem like you don't know your talent. No, I know my talent. You you don't you're scared of my talent because you keep limiting me in all facets of what I can do. You just trying to keep throwing me in this box. Okay, you this. No, I can do this, 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 and that. I'm six six. I'm six six. I'm one of the most athletic. I can handle the ball. I can shoot. I play defense. You can't sit here and tell me as a basketball player archetype you want to make somebody like my like me. Yeah. 
So you people, other people just try to limit, like, oh, nah, you, you didn't play to your abilities, you didn't do this, you didn't do that, you didn't do that. Man, listen, I did everything I could do within the restrictions that they gave me. Mm. You won the six man That's award? it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That, that's, that's, that itself is also a, an achievement for being in the league and in the league players, and there's only a lot of players in a certain amount of teams coming off the bench, playing that role, being the leader, being a mentor and a student, and winning. Yeah, and I got suspended a lot of games too. People don't even realize that shit. Like, and got suspended. Like, and, and it, it's fucked up because I don't, I don't like to glorify it as like something I'm proud of. But it's like I was standing up for what I believed in. Right, right, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, I'm not gonna sit here and let you just treat me any kind of way, whether it be coach, player, GM. We gonna talk. We gonna talk. Mm. Like. You either you like it or you don't. But the respect, you're going to respect the fact that I had to say what I had to say. You're not just going to get it off on me like that. Right. Were you one of those people that the teams turn to or the coaches turn to to speak on that on a, on a le- on that statement, on a, nah. that vibe, or were you just outspoken? I was, I was more outspoken. We had other dudes in there for that because when it got to me, it wasn't really that good. Too like, late. Yeah, it was too late. Like, it wasn't as healthy for me because I didn't really know how to communicate my frustrations at times. You know what I'm saying? That goes back to what I was saying. So missing the college part and going straight from high school as a young man and maturing you think that's the gap the to be able to articulate? How do you feel that, that space was? No, I don't even see. I don't think it's that space because, again, I, I've, I've seen multiple dudes go to college and still haven't developed that. It's just Facts. I think it's more Facts. development as I think we as the culture got to do a better de- job developing that as, as in one another. You know what I'm saying? As me as a as a vet, my job is to make sure whoever following me don't do none of the dumb shit that I did and put them in a better position than what I had. You know what I'm saying? That's just what a vet is supposed to do. No, now, if don't. I can't do that, if I didn't do that, then I then I failed. That's just no ifs ands or points about it. You know what I'm saying? So when I see my young boys out here going to get a bag, I'm proud because I know I did something right. I put him on the right direction. He like, all right, bet. You know what I'm saying? Whenever he see me, he know for sure. He's like, yo, good looking, bro. Respect. You know what I'm saying? I can't never, I don't never want to be in a position where somebody, one of my, one of my men see me and they in the worst position, like, damn, fuck it with this nigga. Uh, nah, I ain't never going to be the case. You seen the Lakers documentary? I seen bits and pieces of it. I ain't really. You, you ever thought about coaching? I'm more... I'm more player de- like player development. I'm not like individual uh, player development. Yeah, like certain players. Yeah, like I like I like helping players get better at their craft. Like all of that X's and O's and uh, because once you get into that, then it's like it's so much political pieces to the game. You got to okay, this person got to play 35 minutes. This person got to play this time. Mm-hmm. You got to de- like it's but it's more as a player. Like, you don't think you can manage that? Nah. Because yeah, no, because he don't really like it. Even, he no, don't like be, it. because it's it's not coming from the coach. It's not giving you a strategic. Right. It's the political part, part of it that you're not right. feeling. It's, right. it's somebody from the from the upper box, like yo, nah, he got to play. Right. Oh, nah, he got. It's play. not just the game. Not, yeah, right. you know what I'm saying. Oh damn! Is that, that, is that early like that. in the career or like later in the career? No, that's just coaching in coaching period. period. In general, like that's just I've I've when I was with the Knicks, right? This is after me winning six man, and. They wanted me to like, cause I would always work out by myself. With the me Knicks. and my trainer. Yeah, even when when I was with the Knicks, I would always work out by myself because for so long, even when I was when I was in New Orleans, when I was in Denver, 
when I got to the Knicks, all the coaches were always like, oh, why is he doing this? Or why is he doing that? And why is he doing... Like, for me, I'll practice the shots that I shoot. So, for... The that's, rumor was you was a thug. That's the rumor. Was. Yeah, and for yeah. me, like, once you start, like, really believing that shit and I see you believing, I'm starting to distance myself from you mm. because now it's like you're not even giving me the opportunity or the benefit of the doubt to be me. So, right. you know what? I'm just nipping in the butt. So, I ain't got to worry about trusting you because I already don't. So I ain't got to, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I just alleviate myself from the whole situation. But for, when I was when I was there, like, it was like, again, why are he doing this? Why is he doing that? Why is he doing this? So I was like, all right, bet. I won six, man. They're like, oh, now nah, you got to be around more. For again, like young guys, this and that. We want to see your face more or whatever. So get back into it. And it's like, Oh, why are you doing this? And why you like, bro? Like, what you want me here for? Like, you right. asked me to, you asked me to come around. So when I come around, you now you want to ask me what I'm doing? Why am I doing certain things? Right. Like, don't ask me that. When you see the finished product, when we step on the floor, you see 18, 18 five and four. Don't worry about how what, how it got there. Just know that it's gonna get there. So, so you, is it fair to say that you did it all alone? Did you have any vets? And, um, and Amari, um, and Amari started my episode. Nori brought up that having vets is important in a young man's career. Yeah. So how do you feel? Like, who was your vets and get you to that point that you just said eight, doing the eighteen five and four? That's when I had J Kid. J Kid. When I had J Kid, she when I got to New York, that was like my first. When you say she, you say Rashid Wallace. She Wallace. Oh, that's like Rashid Wallace. Nah, that's like that's big bro. Yeah, like for real. She, uh, J. Kid, uh, Kirk Thomas, Marcus Camby, um, Marcus Camby from from Syracuse. Yeah, yeah. Not Syracuse. Um, UMass. UMass. Yeah. Um, we had my who we had Andre Miller in Denver. I had Chauncey for a minute, but like at that time, certain for me. It was hard because, and I, I, at times I said I had bad vets. It's not that I had bad vets. I had vets who didn't know how to translate what I was going through to get to me. You know what I'm saying? Like certain, sometimes they were telling me shit, and it was just like they couldn't make it relatable. Yeah, they couldn't really make it relatable. They were so old school, and you yeah. know what I mean, like when I'm coming, I'm 17, 18 years old, getting drafted. The the my vets is 36, 37 years yeah, old. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like, they got kids down there my age. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's going to be hard. So it was like, it was a, it was drastic for I'll me. That way. Continue. You know what I mean? Like, my, and, I didn't, and then I wasn't playing. Like, I had a Byron Scott who coming from a Pat Riley coaching type style, like, who already don't like young players, all that shit. And so I didn't play, like, the first half of the season of, of my rookie year. So I'm like, shit, I should have went to school. Mm. Like, what? Okay, so this, yeah, like, you, had that, you had that thought. No, no, I definitely had this it's thought. Important, but... It's important for the people to say you ain't just jump because you had an opportunity. Like you actually said, I, I could have gone to school. I could have made. Oh no, no, for sure, because my team would. If I went to school, they won a national championship. Carolina won the chip already. <sighs> so they just add me. We just blow everybody out even right. more by twenty five thirty. So it wasn't even. A, that's the way I look at it anyway. But I, agree. I mean. Shit is wild, man. I'm happy to I'm just happy to be here, man. Damn. Yeah, absolutely, man. So um did you see what LeBron uh said this morning about Kyrie? Yeah. I um Was this morning? I, I no, I believe it was yesterday. Live, yesterday, live after yesterday. the game. Um I think that makes LeBron one of the like most 
prolific athletes, right? Because, I'm going to tell you this, Muhammad Ali was cautious of what he was saying, and he, he, he actually, he did it. Like, LeBron is at the level where he don't have to even say nothing. Do you agree? Like, or what, do, what, what, what do you think? He don't have to say nothing? No, he got to. I mean, for us, he is saying something, and that's beautiful. Oh, what did he say? No, he just yeah. was like, yo, why? Look, he's like, look at this Jerry Jones picture. Um, you guys made a whole issue about this Kyrie thing, and Kyrie really didn't really say nothing crazy. All he did was post a link and say, I know who I am. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Jerry Jones is in a picture with a mob of people not letting black students oh, yeah, in. Yeah, early, early. A mob of, of of white students not letting a couple of black students in right. the school. And no one's bringing that up. That's crazy. No, it's not even the fact that they're not bringing it up. We bring, they brought it up. Yeah. It's just that... They shoved it up. They, the no, we let it slide. Right. Like, that's my only thing. Like, we the only, like, we the most forgiving culture there is. Or, or, or are we numb to it? We also numb to it. Nothing can happen. Because Jay-Z went on record, not to cut you off, with the NFL when he said, we don't shine no more, we don't shine shoes no more on the NFL before, um, like, three years ago. About Kaepernick and the whole situation, what else can we do? You're right. And, not, and since then, now it's J- John, Jerry Jones, what else can we do? Like, it's there. Fuck is my bottle? Yes. It fell in, it fell in. Oh, shit. You just let my bottle fall in. I'm a friend of you. How's it his fault? I did. I'm stop it. I don't know what the fuck I'm pouring at this point. What the fuck? It's good. It's our. You get H2O. But but still good. It's not that. It's not being brought up. It's just that who who can push that? Nah, that's fucked up, man. Let's be clear. Have you ever worked for a team that you thought the owner was racist? Yeah. Really. One hundred percent. I'm scared to ask. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hold on. Can I act, can I get can I just throw the one that there? threw Charles Oakley out? Yeah. Oh, uh, Dola. Dola. I don't know. I don't, honestly, I don't know if he's racist. I think he's just he's so arrogant and locked up into himself that he just he don't fuck with nobody. Mm. Like he fuck with the people who you know what I mean who fuck like literally he, he person to person. Yeah, but it's like, almost like he got a. It's a difference. He fuck with you unless you know it's it's levels to this shit. Got it. Mm-hmm. If you know I'm up here and you down here, then you be good. And it ain't it ain't got no it ain't no color barrier. It's just yeah. that's who he is. He ain't you know answering all emails. No, 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 no. So classism. Right. Yeah, he's more classism. <laughs> right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. Like So you saying the Denver owner. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, that's my man, yo, Cronky and them, that's my man. Um yeah, I, I, I know Tim Connolly. Tim, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim, yeah. my man. Yeah, for sure. Well, he moved. He moved somewhere else. But who, who do you think was a racist owner? <laughs> With a fair opinion, not like you accuse. I don't like. I can't speak on dead people. Right, right. So, oh, oh, I, I know. Man. That says a lot, though. <laughs> right. L.A. <laughs> Don Nelson. Nah. Oh, no, no, no. You said owners, right? Yeah. Yes, owners. we did. Yes, owners. we did. Yes, we did. We're not talking about the Lakers, right? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Yeah, that, I ain't going to lie. You got to watch that documentary. Like, documentary. I want to watch it now. Nah, that shit is like, it's crazy because... It's just crazy. It's crazy to see the different generations, the different legacies, the different... And I didn't realize, because, you know, I'm a New Yorker, so me being an L.A. fan, it just... 
I can't even tell nobody that. I can't even like. It's just I gotta. You was in secret. I, I gotta. Yeah, it was like I gotta cheerlead to myself. You know what I mean? But then watching this shit, and I'm like, wow, it was a real legacy. And um, yeah, it's 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 it's, it's really dope. What's the, what's the name of the family? The 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 the, the Lakers family. What was um the, oh, oh, the bus? The bus. The bus, the bus family. It's some, yo, we got Ben Baller out here. Come on, let's change the subject. Let's let Ben Baller come in here, goddamn. Get in there, get let's in change there. Change the subject, come on. Let's bring Ben Baller in here, goddamn. What's going on? Well, what's, what's you know, he's gonna have a great watch on. Let me check his watch out. Uh, goddamn. Wait, 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 wait. Ben Baller. Ben Baller, yeah, 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 yeah. The transition yeah, yeah, yeah. is transparent. J.R. Smith, salute, my brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Respect. So you still staying here. Yeah, you just gotta stand up. Give him a chair, goddamn. Come on, come on. Come on, yeah, come on. I'm losing weight, but not all of it. Okay. <laughs> right, 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 right. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough. But these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Hey, man, it's all family. Come here, so buddy. I, you go I, so I got this question is for both of y'all. Yeah. You. Very careful. What the fuck are y'all doing here? Why? What is this? Golf? Golf this is, is really? Golf is the... I've right never now, played golf. golf. Bro, golf is lit. Golf is crazy. I'm fully... Ad- bro, I'm about to sell my jewelry business and play golf full time. What? Yeah, whoever's so playing. Play. for fun or you playing Did for... Did he just say you about to sell your jewelry business and play golf full time? 
But you, do you don't get paid for playing golf? I made five million dollars last year playing golf. Woo! Oh, that's, that's, yeah, let's clap that up. Real last tournament? Sponsorship mm. tournaments. I got my own clubs. Wow. So you basically went pro for yourself? No, I'm, going, I'm just doing this beat. Just been ball. I'm saying if you're getting sponsorships, it's oh, in yeah, a yeah, sense. Yeah, 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 you're going yeah, pro yeah. in a way. Me and Jay are in the same agency, yeah. so like we connected and like we got a TV show dropping in, in two months about oh. golf, about the culture. You and Jay are. Yeah. Is it you, just y'all? Me, JR, and Mobon, who this tournament's who put this right, tournament. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, all right, describe to us, the people that was living under the rock, what is this TV show? We know it's about golf, but how did this come together? You know, golf has been like a, a traditional game for hundreds of years, and it's been like a game that's kind of been gatekept. I don't even know if I'll say it, but by, like, white folks, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, it's it is what it is, yeah. I'm going to keep it 100. And so, like, I think that it was real important to see, and to be quite honest, you know, I mean, you know my story. So coming up, I didn't just get it from white people, but I got it from black people, too, because I was in hip-hop. Yeah. I was in sports and whatever. Mm. But there are a lot of courses, even 10 years ago, country clubs, they wouldn't let Asians play. You only get white here. So with the game now, we just wanted different perspectives. Him being a pro baller, me being, you know, ex-record executive to, to jewelry, mob on, starting something for everyone. I just felt like if we got three fathers, three people that kind of came from some sort of hip-hop culture background, mm. and three different perspectives of where we are in, in the world with golf, I think it'd be interesting. I know it's going to be interesting. What's the name of the show? It's called Part 3. Part 3. Okay, and I know that's a golf term, <laughs> but I, I am, no I am golf illiterate, so what is a par three? So a course has so many uh, par, basically let's say 18 holes here, right? right. There's going to be, you know, 13, 14 par fours, there's going to be two to four par fives, and there'll probably be two to four uh, par threes. Par three is going to be a, a shorter hole. Technically, mm -hmm. it's on, on a 18 hole, it's going to be somewhere between 110 yards to maybe even up to 210 yards, so it's a shorter mm -hmm. distance hole so it means you got three shots to make it in mm. and if you make three shots that's par three right you get par mm. for the course or par for the whole got it. so mm. par the number is how many shots you get right yeah okay that they give you right par is like the even right if you can shoot par you're doing really good now huh. jr's no nah, i ain't there yet i'm like a one Hey, off for the course. Now we know. Come on, just come get drunk and just. Now we know. Just come on because, up. Listen, everybody I know loves golf. You got to do a drink chance golf tournament. Yeah. But you got to drink the whole par yeah, or yeah. whatever. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. You just come out, hit a couple shots, outside, smoke, chill. The environment is good. You can play music if you want. So this is it's chill for me. I mean, I I, I, I want my really... Saint Regis cigars. Yeah. See, you lit. I brought. <laughs> I brought, and then. Um, uh, Sean Peck has robbed all my Davidoffs. <laughs> yeah, he took all my Davidoffs. Hey, I signed up for it. Golf is changing now. You know okay, what I'm saying? Right. There's more people getting involved. Okay. You know, even like... There's people out there with dreads. I mean, he had yeah. dreads. He just cut them off. Yeah, I just oh. cut my shit. Okay. But I mean, Eastside Golf. Shout out to Eastside Golf. They got an actual... You know, they're a black-owned golf brand. They're out there doing Jordan Classic. Where's this at? Nice. They're from Atlanta. Atlanta, okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm. How about in L.A.? Is there a black-owned golf course in L.A.? I don't think there's a black-owned golf course in America, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, the uh, golf course is a... Nah, I think it's one. How about... Oh, my bad. Grove 23, and he has a couple spots here. Who? Michael Jordan got golf. Grove 23. How about... Because I watched Larry Thanks, David. Diego. For sure. <laughs> I watched Curb Your Enthusiasm. And in Curb Your Enthusiasm, they had an Asian golf course in L.A. Is that true? There's a couple Asian golf courses here. Uh, here? 
In Miami? No, no, he's in Miami. I don't know. You said LA. LA, yeah. Larry Davis' coach is my coach, actually. Rondell Barrio. Shout out to Rondell. Shit's getting real. Cuban. Yeah, he's getting Cuban. Cuban B? Don't talk about Spanish Cuban. I'm telling you. Don't talk about baby. We're here, baby. Cubans are here. I'm Cuban B. You done turned him up now. Goddamn. So, so there was a rumor that you made the very first Rockefeller chain. Is that true or no? Um, nah, I don't, I, I, uh, that, that ain't true. Okay. You know, obviously I made a lot of them. Um, but, uh, the first one was Manny, uh, rest in peace, Manny from the district. Not Tito. I'm sorry. Tito was the first one. My bad. I don't know All right. You know, I, I know my Tito shit. You know, my man, come on, come on. Man, you don't think I, I know. Come, dude, bro. come on, man. I'm fucking you. Yo, Manny made, uh, Tito made the first one. Uh, Jacob made a few after. And then, um, Chris Ayer, who I would love to see around because, I think there need to be more black jewelers in the game, mm. especially in this world, especially when you're talking about hip hop. It, it's weird how, um, and I don't care because half my family's Jewish, but it is really a con diamond game is controlled mostly by, you know, by a lot of Jewish people and stuff and everything. And I don't have an issue, but Chris Era was literally the biggest jeweler in the world. You know what wow. I'm saying? The Iceman. Wow. And uh, he was making all the Rolls Royce joints. Wow. And then Dame lost a bet to me, so he had to give me his one of three. Rose Gold Rock Chain. I have my OG Rock Chain still, obviously. Woo! Yeah. But um, I made a bunch of them, and I make the Rock Nation ones too, but... Yeah. It's real shit right here, man. <laughs> it's real shit right here. It's real shit. So, so basically, what I'm leaving from both of y'all is that I gotta start playing golf. For sure. And... I could drink. It's not like really? I stop playing. Nah, you good. Uh, there's, there's a, there's drink a and smoke. <laughs> they got a person. Yo, they got a person. The they got a bottle to bring it to you. Yeah, yeah. Dog, they have a golf cart girl that dresses nice and right. bring the alcohol to you. Yeah. We got to do drink champs on the golf course. Nah, facts. We're here. I'm talking about playing the game. Playing the game. Oh, you're right. You're right. I was scared. I was scared. Scarface every year invites me to his tournament where they give us one hundred and fifty thousand. It's not one hundred fifty thousand in money. Nice. It's um, it's in like like whatever. Like it's like it's like a, the travel and all this crazy shit. And I, I I I downplay it every year because they say you have to know how to play golf, and I don't. But I'm gonna do it. That's I heard he nice too. No, yeah, and, I heard. You. And is that is that a pleasure for you? Like like yeah. after you retire because. I mean, me and you spoke about it earlier about, um, you know, the thrill of you just walking through and you saying that golf is one of those pleasures for you? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah what is Hell the allure? Yeah. Is, it, is it a calming thing? Who the hell put you on the golf? Moses Malone. Rest in peace. Yeah, big Moses Malone, man. I was playing at uh, Rashard Lewis's golf hour in Houston. His first foundation event was a golf hour. And um, I was just riding around, messing with people kind of like this, drinking and smoking and shit, mm -hmm. messing with the car girls. He was like, man, young fella, you talking all this shit? Because people was hitting in the woods, they all over this place. Like, young fella, come hit this ball. You talking all this shit? Come hit this ball. I get up there, he showed me how to hold this shit. Like, all right, like this. He's like, yeah. I hit that shit 300 yards down the fairway. I was like, man, this shit easy. Huh. Dip, talking shit, go back around, drinking, smoking the shit, come back on his group like an hour and a half later. He bet me like 300. I, young motherfucker, you can't do it again. You can't do it again. He telling everybody, I get up that bitch, come hit the ball. I said, oh, mm. nah. I'm going to get this shit. Yeah. And I've been hooked there since. So like the Adam Sandler story. You got there. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he being humble. Because yeah. we got Tiger Woods with our agency. Got the best golfers in the world with our agency, right? No, mm. And I, I play with JR, and I play with some of the best people on earth. Mm. I played my first PGA Pro-Am last month, and I've seen the best in the world. Me and JR played yesterday. 
this motherfucker hitting the ball just as far as PGA players. Nice. And you played in the PGA? I played. Well, what happens PGA? is you get invited to play in the PGA yeah, program. Pro-ams. Either you a billionaire and you pay 250K to play. With oh, you could pay to play in that? Yeah, I'm not oh. paying nobody. No, I'm just saying people yeah, can. Or you get sponsored in, they ask you. And right. I got invited in Japan. That's it was dope. a big honor. Wow. Yeah. Let's right. go. Hey, Jill, I'm not going to lie. You don't trust us. Why you leave your cough cork? Just stick in there. Like, oh, no, nah, no, nah, man. Got to be from Newark all hey, the time. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. He sees a lot of dudes in here. He got to be ready, man. Nah, at man. some point, he's going to hand it to somebody. I was like that when I was a kid, so I always had my ball with me. And I ain't mad at him. That's I'm like, my it. man don't trust us at all, man. I don't know what kind of drink relationship. I don't know what kind of uh, fucking, uh, what's that called? Uh, drink chance reputation we got. Man. You, you're good over here, brother, just in case. Appreciate uh-huh. it, man. And we drinking that, um, that, that motherfucking Ace of Spades. I'm just glad I'm worthy to drink it, man. Yeah, I've been watching some people just ain't allowed to drink it, I heard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, they banned, yeah. Yeah, but you ain't finished your douce. Did you finish your douce? Yeah, I finished one. Nah, he been drinking that one. He drank the, the, the straight up. Douce. Yeah, come on, give us some douce. Come on, on. we oh, got the, the lemonade. I need some more, man. Oh yeah, hey, hey. And we got the, we got the, we the brand new That was you calling me? That's what I'm Yeah, because I don't know where the cart was. I have my AirPods and my medicine in there. I was like, hold on. Oh man. Now let me ask you something, Ben Bola and Jr. Are y'all out here for art? For uh, Basel? I'm out here for golf, bro. Oh, shit. I'm out here for art, too. One of my uh, friends is good as a young, oh, he not young, but a uh, uh, black painter, Alonzo Adams. He uh, made a piece for me. Uh, we are Ancestors Wilder's uh, Dreams. And, you know, he, he makes a lot of great pieces. He makes a lot of black art uh, golf pieces as well. So uh, I'm coming to see his show, seeing some of his Where's the show at? Uh, I'm not really sure, honestly. I wish I, I wish I'd be a better promotion for him. I could have been out here in Art Basel. Yeah, yeah, from wow. Jersey too, so even better. You know what I'm saying? So he said, oh, oh don't forget he's from Miami too, bro. I just want to put yeah, it out there, bro. Claiming Jersey, New Jersey, you're 100. Yeah, yeah. He can only go so far. No, <laughs> see, he's from Cali. He's from New York. <laughs> now we did Cali, baby. Stop. So, Cali, amazing. What's wrong with Cali? There's nothing wrong with Cali. No, I was born in LA. But Jersey's always fighting. Yeah, for we sure. always fighting. We always yeah. trying to get ours, you know what I mean? But when you said uh, we all are our wildest Salud, ancestors, that's one of been the greatest um, slogans, yeah. not, if, if not movement. Yeah, How do you feel sure. about that? We are our wildest ancestors' oh. dreams. To me, it means a lot because, like, when I think about my grandparents and I think about my my the lineage that I was fortunate to come through. I mean, I come from. My, my grandmother had 11 children. You know what I'm saying? Right. Two, unfortunately, two passed away, so I got nine aunts and uncles, and my, my father's the oldest boy. And throughout my siblings, majority of my, or throughout my, uh, my aunts and uncles, each person has damn near four to five kids. Uh-huh. From that four to five kids, one of those, throughout that, each individual within that has at least two to three or four kids. So my cousins and family yeah, is crazy. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, that's what I come from. So when we do events and shit like that, like I, I actually see it now. Like I see me having kids. My daughter's is 14, five. So I got two 14 year olds, five and four. Like I remember at that point in age, being 14 years old, seeing my uncles, seeing my dad around my age, you know right. what I'm saying? So it's all it all started hitting to me when I started thinking about my grandparents, like, damn, 
what was they at? What was they doing mm. at this point when they was 35, 36, 37 right. years old? What was they going through then? You know what I'm saying? I think about some of the shit that I'm so fortunate to be complaining about now. What was they fighting for just to, you know I mean, just right. to walk down the street without being spit on or whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I, I think about that and I was like, my, I think about how fortunate and blessed I am to continuously do shit that matter and mean something to people to where my, at least my grandparents and people even, you know, further than that yeah, is connected to me, yeah. uh, a better lineage going forward. You know what I'm saying? Because we all came from, uh, you know, especially if you black and brown, you came from some type of hell to get to where we at right, right now. Right. And for that, for them people who sacrificed and fought all the you way died. over, died, whether you came over on a boat or you was already here, right. you went through that bullshit to be able to still, you know, come up to where we at now, shit, I'm... That's a blessing in disguise, if anything. What was the name again, the artist? Uh, Alonzo Adams. Shout out to Alonzo Adams. Yeah, my dog. You know what's so. great about JR, though? Like, one thing I learned on this plane trip over here, talking to him, because we both sponsor, I'm sponsored by a major golf brand that's worth billions of dollars. And the first thing he had mentioned to me about the whole sponsorship, he a huge advocate for putting, he want to put golf in the hood. Because if you think about it, right, a lot of people out there just don't. They probably have the the physical and athletic ability. Absolutely. They just don't have the resources. The right? access. Ain't no problem. That's for sure. Or don't think it's cool. Or don't think. But what it's I'm cool. saying is, they don't think it's right. cool because that's the first thing. I, well, that's right. access. If you don't have access, you you're not gonna think right. it's cool right. at all. Right. And I had, I, mean, I kind of could have had access, right? But I mean, like, I was like, man, no bitches. You want blocks? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Ain't nobody, ain't you know, pussy fucking playing golf. Absolutely. You know, and so once I figured it out, I was like, well, first of all, I'm married, so I don't care about that no more. Okay. But we came out here. I had a reason to come. Well, I rest in peace, Virgil's event last night to go see my man. And rest in peace. Usually come out here for Basel, but I've been coming to Miami for the last 30 years. So it's how can I be down since way back? I've been coming out here. And everything, right? So, like, coming out here now, just vibing with JR yesterday, I'm about to buy a crib here now. There you go. You're late. You should have been born. Well, welcome home, motherfucker. I mean, bro. I used to fly here just to fucking... Like Biden Kendall. Yeah, we've been here. <laughs> I used to fly here just to go to Puerto Sagua, you know what I'm saying? Just to Yes, yeah, we, we, we was there yesterday. So we need a golf community. We need a golf class. Yeah. But that goes for Hispanics and, and Latins and everything, too. Absolutely. It's just, it's not accessible. I just hit nah. the, I just hit the ball, I just hit a par none. Terrible. I hit a par none. No, nah, I don't think it was that bad. <laughs> that was terrible. The, I don't think he did that bad, bro. Yo. That shit went, it went. Yo, it was, right I don't know. Let my man live, bro. I can't remember his name, <laughs> but I can't remember his name, but the CEO of Marvin. Oh, yeah, yeah, Steven. Steven, he set me up. He said, you want to hit the ball? I said, no, nah, I never hit it before. He said, no, nah, hit the ball. I said, do you have anything in your pockets? He said, no. I said, okay, hold my phone in my wallet. Like, I'm some shit, right? And I hit that ball about 40 feet, and I was like, get my fucking phone in the wallet back. But shout out to Steven, because he set me up for it. good peoples, man. That's my dog. Good peoples. I mean, uh, look, I love it out here. I've always loved it out here. I used to have a chick out here in Fort Lauderdale. Shout out to Dave. They County, always say that. They always say that. <laughs> I fuck without him. I'm married now. I'm just saying, like, I just love the vibe out here, the air, something about it out here. It's amazing. For sure. Now, JR, one time, I forget what team it was, but y'all was at Club Live. And y'all was surrounded by your own teammates. And this was like, this was an ill moment because they was like, yo, we knew that y'all were there, but y'all wasn't taking pictures. You remember what I'm talking about? Yeah. What, 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 because I, I forget, what's it, what team was this? This was Knicks, this was me, Stat. Uh, no, because you were with LeBron this night. Oh, you talking about with the Cleveland? Yeah, this was with Cleveland then. It was at Club Live, and y'all, y'all came, and I think y'all, I think, I forget what, what it was, but it was like a, a pouring game, and they said, none of the Cavaliers is taking no pictures. 
And they just still didn't. You was there that night? They probably had a game the next day. It was the next day. And they, and they went to Club Lift. And I swear to God, it was like, I always wanted to ask you this because there's always these weird stories about Tom Brady and, you know, these elite athletes that make they, 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 they homies just do some crazy Derek shit. Derek Jeter and shit. Derek Jeter and all this, yeah. And it was one of these nights, they was like, yo, and y'all was all in a circle in Club Live. And I looked. And I was about to, and it was like, no. They said, no one's taking pictures. So I said, oh, shit. I just sat back. And I, I swear, I think it was the Cavaliers. It could have been the Lakers, too. I'm being honest. You, you laughing. <laughs> you know, like, so I always thought this was like this this crazy shit. Because they, like, I, I speak to Tom Brady. He's like, um... Uh, 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 teammates and they be like, yeah, Tom made me wake up at three thirty in the morning. Like hazing, like some hazing shit. No, like no, some, uh, I'm gonna some make you great shit, some Kobe yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, damn. Oh, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like fifteen different stories from there because of the Kobe shit. Um, but you like, is is that how it is sometimes? Like, yeah, for sure. Right, yeah, yeah. Just, I love that though. Yeah, like it's it's crazy. Like that's what I miss the most. Like shit, like. That, <coughs> The brotherhood of of it all, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, you get the because you, when you when you are you out there with them more than you with your kids. Like I know wow, these dudes right. more than like my my ex now, but I mean my wife at the time. Wow. Like I knew I knew them better than I knew her. Wow. You know what I mean? Yep, like I'm with y'all every single day. Yeah. Like we go to. You go to your room, I'm going to my room, two, three in the morning, like man, we, drive. we waking up, yo, we gonna get coffee, right. we gonna do we gonna eat, we like nonstop. And that shit really builds a it's it either really builds a bond with, with people or just really like spending too much time with right. people like, yo, bro, you, you, you hate them. Yeah, energy yeah. can go that way. You know what I'm saying? Like the military, like being in the trenches, like it's the same thing. Nah, that camaraderie is special. Yeah, that shit's was, was, was you on the subway in New York in, with Cleveland? Yeah, yeah. How was I, t- I, t- I the convinced them to take the subway. Oh, you took the subway? Yeah, because I was trying to get back to the room, bro. They. <laughs> That went viral. That like, moment went viral with the whole team walking into the subway in New York. Yeah, because they don't understand. Like, bro, you taking the bus in the city? Like, this shit is all. First of all, we staying way uptown so right. when we got to go back downtown. Then we, then for the game, we're gonna have to go back downtown and then go all the way across town to get to my to get to uh, EWR. Yeah, what are we doing all this traveling for? No bus it takes service. Five no minutes service. to get on the train. <laughs> L over there like, nah, bro, they're going to start tripping. They're going to trip anyway. You might as well take the train. They're just going to say you a regular person at one point in time of your life. Nah, no shit. So, so, fit, right. so, fit, so 15, six foot five dudes walk into the subway. Six, eight, six, nine, <laughs> seven plus. Oh, the train to the Barclays? Dude. That's dope. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think y'all did it first, or maybe and then he did it after. I'm not sure. Nah, I think he did it first. He did it first? Yeah. Okay, all right, cool, cool. It was dope because I definitely called him. he was sitting next to old girl who really didn't know who he was. Oh, yeah. That, that shit was fire. Oh, that was fire. That was hard. Oh, my God. That got to be hilarious. Further, look at y'all. Y'all make that moment, the contact, LeBron, look away, you laughing. Yeah. And she's like, mm, I don't mm-hmm. want none of y'all. It's Bro. crazy because you really That's- think, like, to me, I'd be like, man, everybody know this motherfucker. <laughs> and so the, the few people in the world who don't, I just be like, yo, you serious? Like, <laughs> you know what Like, that's crazy. It's fine. You ever played against Jordan? Nah. Oh, in golf, yeah, but not on, on the court, yeah. That was a nice floss, too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a golf floss. Nah, ain't no flaws. He kicked my ass. Uh, uh, in golf? Yeah. You ever played against Kobe in a game? 
in the game, yeah. Dustin, he got me. Mm. So I'm going to tell you a funny story about Kobe, right? So Byron Scott is my coach my rookie year. And Byron Scott, like, he mentored Kobe coming up. You know what I mean? That was like Kobe yeah, yeah. OG. So, it was on the same team. Yeah. So we had shoot around, and day before, we had practice one day, and then we played on the next night. So they all day long. Man, listen, you got to stay down on the pump fake. This is the third, stay down on the pump fake. All, all day, shoot around, day before the game, like all day long. Stay so down on the pump stay game. Down on, stay down on this pump fake. So, again, I'm 18, checking in the game. It's cold. I'm still like, damn, it's cold. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I still got to like, not the jitters, but like, oh shit. But if you're 18, he only been in the Did league. Did he say something to you? Like, huh? He's been in the league a couple years if you're coming in after him. Nah, Cole was like nine, ten years when I when came. When you came in? Yeah, he was 96. Oh shit. Yeah, oh yeah, shit. He was longer than that. Damn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, uh, of course, as soon as he get the ball, two dribbles right, pump fake, I jump. <laughs> Foul him, and one, knock it down. Bro, when I tell you this shit happened in like probably all of 18 seconds. I think he they just got the ball up, kicked it to him. This is like the first, literally the first play from him when I checked into the game. And sub took me right up. Oh, it was like the most young boy shit I've ever seen in my life. I was just like, damn. But it's crazy because like if you know Cole, Playing against him, his shot face was like he going. You know, he's shooting this shit. <laughs> oh, he shoot. Oh fuck. Then you gotta foul him, but you just can't let him get the shot off. It's like fuck. <laughs> Rest in peace, Cole, Rest in man. Peace. Cole was that Rest dude, bro. Peace, he was that Rest dude for real. But now, like Ben, ben Ball, let me ask you, what the fuck is the problem with you and Jim Jones? How the hell did y'all, bro, man? <laughs> dog, that was some bullshit from academics, bro. That he's that's uh, me and Jim is good. We we, we I love Jim, bro. That's, that's my, beautiful. That's my dog, bro. I I've been around since Dipset days. Like me and Jimmy is good. <laughs> Jimmy hit me up. Hey man, I'm in you know Asia. I'm here. Can you help me get into just this Japanese art and shit? Me and Jim is good. We ain't got no beef at all. Okay. So what initially happened? He was showing a picture of some doing some pull ups or something. And I trolled his page. I was like, yeah, man, you stop being scared of me. I heard you can't walk through Harlem or some shit, man. I'm, I'm here waiting for you. Mm. I'm on one, two, fifth. What's good? And he was like, it's nothing. We just He started kind of fucking around back. Yeah. Meanwhile, me and him about to go meet up mm. at the ASAP Yams Day. Right. So academics made it seem like it was some drama or some beef or some shit. Oh, DJ academics. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. But so so people actually were hitting me up. Like, hey, man, you really got, I got some people to go get them. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's my dog. Like, right. I don't, don't got to beef with nobody. Right, that's right. Didn't you troll Drink Champs early on? I could have sworn yeah, he did. you trolled us at one yeah. point. I'll fuck with you guys. I felt bad because. Hey! And then I did uh, uh, Captain Jack, uh -huh. right? You know what I'm saying? They're like, yo, let's do this thing. I know I was supposed to come on the show. I just. Yeah. Don't really but we it. love you over here, Ben Ball. Oh, I love, Ma, I love no. we, you. You are family. No, stop, in case you don't on. know, come on. I mean, I, mean, no, I, I know you know. I know you know, but I we love won't say it to your face. I love we love you. you know in fact, me and him had a phone call. We had, we had to straighten it out. We had a good phone call. Yeah, yeah, y'all had a Twitter exchange, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like that's that. beautiful. Steel, sharp, and steel. I, I, I remember that vaguely. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And I'm not tripping. I'm. I would tell you the truth if I was wrong. If anything, yeah, maybe right. I instigated more. But it was like I got love. Like, it's, of course, I wouldn't even be up here if I didn't. Have yeah, that man. Same up. Same with us. Absolutely. That's all we is. Love combats love.
cost too much energy for that. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Yes, right. man. And and that and you know, and I'm extremely, you know, proud of you know, because I I see you since the Rockefeller days, um, and to to where you at, and I've seen you from the beginning to where you guys at. And it's just beautiful, man. Like that's what all it is. We we spread love, positive energy, and um and love. Yeah, you know, for sure. God damn it, man. That's that's what we're talking about. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The sun is coming out as we're saying it. Thank you. Yeah. I'm gonna start playing golf. Because <laughs> golf has brought us together. I don't know. I don't know why. Let's swing some shots out there. Yeah, I don't know why. But y'all have some golf cards. But man, thank you guys, man. Both of you guys. No, thank man. you, man. man and it. always, man. No, uh, let's make some noise for that, man. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Drink Champs, hosted by yours truly, DJ EFN and NORE. Please make sure to follow us on all our socials. That's at Drink Champs across all platforms, at The Real Noriega on IG, at Noriega on Twitter. Mine is at Who's Crazy on IG at DJ EFN on Twitter and most importantly stay up to date with the latest releases, news and merch by going to drinkchamps.com For more podcasts from iHeartRadio visit the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows Got my PrevNA 20 shot It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine for us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure, to start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee. Sounds perfect.